All right, guys, we are back with our Thrones cast, House of the Dragon episode two, The Rogue Prince. We get introduced to the crab feeder, and the king has to go on a couple dates. Here we go. Here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Oh, very well, man. It's good, bro. How are you? I am great. We are on uh, week two of our Thrones cast, and uh, this was called The Rogue Prince, I believe. This Correct. Very ago. cool. We excited about that. It was an awesome episode. Uh, before we dive into some Game of Thrones talk, I know you guys are all excited about Please give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from Get the Nordy's podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. What a Thank deal. You, you don't see deal. those kind of deals right, in 2022. I mean, this is unprecedented. No inflation here. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of good deals, uh, there's a big event uh, that people can get tickets to and can go to. Yeah. That you're, you guys are, yeah. Dude, we're gonna, I can't wait. Ryan and I will be there. I know, Eric, you are a football coach big time, so you can't make it Friday nights. But we'll be there Friday, 9-16. Um, September 16th, it's at Forgotten Star Brewing. So, Friends of the Pod, great space. And they're having a giant Oktoberfest party. We're going to be there. We got a table, which you can get, like, VIP tickets, or you can just come. Like, it's essentially free. Dude, we're going to see Nerdy, Friend of the Pod. They got food trucks. They got beers. I, like, might drink a lot of beers. What do you guys think? I think you should, and I think people from... Our, our listeners should go and uh, have one with you. Well, we got to pick up. We got to pick up the Eric Slack that's being left behind. So we got to drink Eric's beers. One plus third ours. more beer. Yeah. Um, do you guys remember Gastoffs? Yeah. Let's bring like twenty-one-year-old Gastoff energy and see what happens. Oh, yes, but not tie me to the bedpost. We're blacking out. Somebody's going to get in like a fake fight where people are too drunk to actually hurt each other. So, you so who's happen. bringing who's bringing the wooden wooden boards with the nose the nose candy? Oh, <laughs> yes. What was those little springboards with like uh, powdered nicotine? It's, like, or? it's called snooze. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like snooze. Yeah. God. Man, time machine. But anyway, when you go, we're when you there. blow your nose in the morning, yeah. and you're like, "Why is my snot black?" And you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, those ladies with the little boards. seventy-two pops of that yeah. stuff will do it. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe the snooze won't be there, but uh, everything else should. So I can't wait. Forgotten Star. We'll be there nine sixteen. Uh, the Saturday nine seventeen. Also, all right, guys. Time for us to dive into our Thrones cast here, and we have to start with the best news about the series. The intro and the song are back. <laughs> I told you. I was I so told worried you for The song had to come back. It's an absolute banger. Yep. It had to come back. It's the most electric moment on TV when the throne song starts. I thought we were going to get the map again, but we yep. didn't. What did we? What was that, Eric? Blood. So, so lots of blood. It's, it's the it's the Targaryen like bloodline slash family tree, right? Yeah. It starts with like the Doom of Valyria, and then it kind of right. shows all the different sigils of the different kind of houses and and how the whole, they came the whole to be thing is the family tree what yeah. so every one of those symbols represented a different targaryen and the ones that ended up getting covered in blood were are dead oh my god how, did you look that up or did you figure some of this out cuz i was like i don't know where this blood is going it looks like a trippy cave i didn't know what was happening i had to look up what happened what was the ones that got drowned in blood those okay. are dead 
and they go back a few generations here and then you see them go off in a different direction. And sometimes the blood splits in different ways and that, that's gonna change. Oh, so no. what's gonna change on this map is gonna be who's dead, who's alive and where the blood flows. What? So for instance, on the Viserys spot, the blood goes in multiple different directions, including towards the Valerians and towards the high towers. And the high towers were on the wall that was like greenish. And they were like, they were like on the wall there. Yeah things were and then um the one next to him filled with blood which was emma his wife and just died holy shit so you think they'll update that every episode i think like as we go they'll be updating the family tree and you'll it'll start to make more sense to you about- i think i think most of it will stay the same mm-hmm. until you get towards the tail end of it yeah. and then there will be small which is why we're gonna to have it. to watch the intro every time which wasn't gonna be a yeah. problem yeah that's a no skip um, you had it, the the one that rose above the blood the most was Rhaenyra's. Ooh. Hers was the three circles, okay. which, which was the necklace that Damon had given her in, Jesus. in episode Dude, one. Dude, you guys, this is why I listen to this podcast live while we record it. This is <laughs> unbelievable. So hers rose the, the highest above the blood, but also it is supposed to be on the model of the city. Yeah, it's, it's very similar to the model that building. Oh. And so it's going to be like a, moving through King's Landing, showing the family tree and how it's going to split off into different families. And well, the model, called- his model was old Valyria that got destroyed from like, so oh, yeah, yeah, that's you're probably right. what it's flowing through. Well, that's yeah. Cause that's, that's the doom of Valyria right. and that's where it starts. That's yeah. where the blood pools up from inside. Cause that was like the volcano, like the seven volcanoes or whatever. They don't really know what spills happened. Yeah. Over the edge. Yeah. So crazy. Dude. Anyway, amazing. what a start. It was great. It was awesome. Um, where we're going to start with our talk um, is going to be flashing forward. I don't know, some six to 12 months later um, to the first small council meeting um, where they were talking about the moves of Damon, mm-hmm. you know, taking their ancestral home with his gold cloaks and, you know, kind of the shark starting to circle as the king has no response to any of the troubles that are happening around his kingdom. Right. And so I think what you're starting to see is like, we think of him as he's like this really weak, um, this really weak king. But in reality, I think he's so obsessed with his family's prophecy of the song of ice and fire, Mm -hmm. you know, that he's just doesn't really think any of this stuff else really matters. Well, I think there's that. And then I also think bloodline so much. He's so focused on that. Yeah. I also think that everything was, uh, you know, it was peacetime, right? He wasn't a wartime, or his, his predecessor wasn't a wartime king. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to keep those flames, like, tamped down, right? I'm not going to, we're not going to ruffle any feathers. No. Yeah, they're kind of attacking your ships. I don't and really care because I'm not trying to start. Like, the, like, he's the only country with weapons of mass destruction. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, he, and he would say, like, so, yeah. Yeah, he could go and fuck with them if he wants to. But ultimately, everybody's afraid of him. They can come and, like... They destroyed Harrenhal, the biggest castle in, in Westeros, like, 100 years ago. Like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, I do think that, like, he... Because you see, at all times, he has that Valerian dagger, right? Mm-hmm. Or the... Whatever it is. The cat's know? paw dagger, yeah. yeah. He has it with him at all times. It's like, he's so prepared 
I think like he can't leave anywhere and he can't really do anything because he's he's so paralyzed with like being prepared for when the winter comes and what he's gonna have to do that I think that will be like a big downfall for him Mm -hmm. like maybe his biggest downfall while everybody else is kind of circling understanding that his head is in the clouds and that things are going on around his empire that he probably could step up and, and stop right away but he's letting all of these things fester around the the world that are going to end up being big. Yeah, including what the episode opened with and closed with, the crab feeder. Well, that's why oh, Eric, no. Eric uh, skipped gonna, it in, intentionally. We're going to yeah. end on crab feeder. Today. Can't wait. Can't wait. Teaser. Spoiler. Um, let's go. So next up we have uh, Sir Kristen Cole. Um, he is from Dorn. Is that right? I think he's, he's from. Dorn. He's. Let me see. I think I actually have. It they here. said. I think they said he's Dornish, but I don't know. I think they. You know, uh, and that was in the first so episode. He's not. In the he tournament. was fighting Dornish. He's from House there Cole, you go. which is like in the um, kind of like where the Brathians were in the Stormlands. If you guys remember, like that part of the map. Yeah. And I guess his yeah. overlord is like House Dondarrion. If you remember that name. So he's kind oh, of yeah. like a smaller yeah. house, which is why they were like, well, we should you know, hire an important house. It's good for politics. And she's like, well, he's cute and has actually fought people before. So I want him. Loved that scene. Yeah. Um, thought it was great. And, and there's a little bit of uh, maybe some needling of uh, Damon there, sure. uh, hiring the guy that, that beat that ass in the tournament. Beat that ass. You know what I mean? Yup. We get a nice scene with them so later got, too. You definitely got um, an interesting scene with, uh, what's her name? Princess. I don't know. The Not Rhaenyra, but. Rainey's. Oh, the, the older woman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rhaenyra and Rhaenys having their little co- power struggle conversation that was pretty intense. I, I thought that um, it was disappointing that Rhaenys couldn't really understand. I mean, she did mm-hmm. in such a jaded way. Um, you know, what stands in the place of a Dude. woman taking power. But she should be Dude. fighting There's... for... Hold on. Yeah, go I was going to say, I think, I think there's another layer to this because... This was prior to Corliss pitching their daughter to the king. Mm-hmm. So I think she's trying to plant some seeds of doubt in Rhaenyra of like, this isn't your place. You know, they're never going to pick you. Yeah. It, she's playing the political game. She's playing the long game of like trying to get Rhaenyra. I don't think she was being genuine whatsoever. There's two no, people in either. the world, right? There's the people that are like, I went through it. So you should have to, too. And then there's the people that are like, I went through it. I wouldn't want you to. She's like, yeah. yeah, it was fucked up for me too, and so fuck you. You're gonna. Yeah. It's like the people that haze. <laughs> yeah, I, that that's what I thought was the worst part. Like I, I would it's have thought she but been like a cool turn. I hope she can. Yeah. Like I want her to be a cool character, but it sounds like she's gonna be like a problem. Um. Yeah, I think. Um. So what ends up happening is, is you get these dragon keeper guys coming up saying, "Hey, uh, someone stole one of these dragons." eggs and i don't know tons about it but the dragon egg that was stolen was the dragon for like who was the rightful um heir to the throne that died prince balon that lived like two days or whatever yeah it was supposed to be for him no but even before that there was like um these a brother and sister or something and oh sure their brother or something like that um attacked them and like took the throne for himself and so this was kind of like a dragon that was supposed to symbolize like the rogue prince mm. kind of, you know, like it was supposed to kind of symbolize that this had happened before and that the Targaryen bloodline is really strong and powerful, but they obviously constantly have people who just are the most, you know, opportunistic mm-hmm. 
who are taking power, who have that blood, but weren't necessarily the rightful heir to the throne. Okay. And so you get Damon versus Otto Hightower. And this scene was something we had seen a lot in the previews. You didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. We saw, remember the bridge. Yeah. You kind of thought it was like maybe the outbreak of war or something like that. Um, And I thought this scene was really cool Um, with both of them probably overplaying their actual role a little bit. Um, I don't mean as actors. I mean, as like participants in the game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. like, and you mean Otto and Damon. Yeah. Otto and Damon both kind of like, Oh, Otto, Otto was way in over his head. Yeah. Yeah, well, there once again, right? The king could have gone and should have gone, and then he stays in his castle and sends his hand. So, another good example of that. And so that brings us to the Forgotten Star Big Stick of the Week. <laughs> Let's go, Their Big Stick IPA, a great beer from our friends over at Forgotten Star. Um, the Big Stick of the Week is uh, Princess Rhaenyra showing up on her dragon to match the dragon that Damon already had. Um, she walks through all of the guys that are with Otto and she walks right up to, what is he, her cousin, her uncle, cousin, yep. her cousin and says, Hey, I know what you want. It'd be easier if you killed me. So you're either going to have to kill me or you're going to need to like shut the fuck up and give me the egg. And I am super intrigued by what their relationship is Yeah, and like what he thinks of her. Is he in love with her? Does he respect her? Does he care about her? Does he hate her? Is he jealous of her? Is he all of the above? Mm-hmm. I, think, I was going to say, I think the answer yeah, is yes. It's a mix. I love that. <laughs> yes. I think like that is going to be fun um, to unpack. Kind of like what their relationship is and like how maybe they're more loyal to each other than um, we would have imagined by just watching the pre the previews of the show. Right. I mean, two, two things. Well, they had, I'll just mention, they had that kind of tender scene where he snuck into the castle which is amazing, by the way. He keeps doing that. Like, he knows the hidden passages, which is cool. Um, so he sneaks in, and she's the only one that knows he's there. And they have a very private conversation. She gives him a gift, or he gives her a gift. It's kind of sexual tension-y, which is weird, because she's young and his cousin, but that's actually very par for the course. That's on That's on brand for the Targaryens. That's so on brand, yeah. And it seemed like they, like, really got along and respected each other. And here they are in kind of their next face-off, like, adversaries, but also what's behind that. Yeah, I would say there's two things that stood out to me about that scene in particular when Rhaenyra showed up. First, the shot of the clouds over the bridge with the was just, I mean, it was magnifique. really cool. Yeah, that was so cool, and I didn't really see it coming, which is a great, you know, a great way of telling you how kind of tense the dialogue was between uh, Damon and Otto and and the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also think that there is something to her dragon that might be more powerful than Damon's. Like yeah. his dragon seems like kind of long and weird it's like and like kind of gangly. Worm. It's like very creepy. But I guess it's yeah, the biggest, and it does. It's the biggest or second biggest dragon that they have right now in the family. I don't know. It's big, but it also doesn't seem very powerful because I think once her when she showed up with her dragon like Seraxis, I think everyone kind of like, like oh shit was like oh shit. Yeah. So that that kind of stood out to me. Maybe I'm just making a mountain I'm sure out of they're molehill fight and, in and, the air with the riders on it at some point. Can't fucking. That's be, that better. Happen. That's season three, Jim. Yeah, chill. <laughs> I'll be patient. All right. So we get a lot of talk, a lot of political talk in this, and you have a lot of things that are happening with um, Allison and Rhaenyra, who are lifelong friends. BFF. Yep. And they go down into the crypts, which I said last week on here. 
that anytime they go to the crypts, it's the best parts of the show. Like you better be paying attention. Yeah. There yeah. aren't any conversations that happen in the crypts that aren't really good. So <laughs> this conversation happens, but the worst thing about it is, is that they are there to pray pretty much to one of the seven, um, like the mother, I think it was called. Mm. And they're really there talking to their own mothers who've passed. And you get this kind of like tender moment where um, Alicent is giving Rhaenyra advice about her dad. But the worst thing is, is that it was all advice that was a setup that she had been asked to do by her dad. Yeah. Viserys. And so it's... Viserys or was it Otto that told Alicent his daughter to go talk to her and, and set that up or. Oh, it was Viserys who said, I can't talk to my daughter yeah. anymore. Oh, Can go to, yeah. Uh, to yes. Viserys sent Alicent to go talk to her. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think like you, you get that whole moment where they're talking about everything and it feels like a great moment between friends. But like when you get the reveal later in the, in the episode, um, it didn't end up being mm-hmm. that at all. Well, there's a double edged sword to that too, because he, Viserys seemed genuine and that he wanted to be able to converse with his daughter again in a normal way and talk about their mom and, and kind of put it behind them. And then they did, right, in a, in their kind of, you know, roundabout way. And that, I think, made the ending decision that much more painful. Like, you mm-hmm. know, they did a double turn on you. And brilliant writing, well done, well acted. I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, they kind of made up. And then all of a sudden, he, you know, Viserys pulls the rug out from underneath that very quickly. Oh, yeah. And so now Rhaenyra is pissed at both of them. Mm-hmm. Kind of rightfully. Yeah. Um, so you get the he needs to get married chat from literally every single person. Big theme. <laughs> Big theme of the app. For sure. Yeah. Every person's giving him their own advice um, and making their own kind of plays for power with the advice that they're giving. Um, Emma's body's not even cold yet. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, no, I'm kidding, because it was a year later, but you oh, know, it's hot. So. Pretty much it turns into which little girl will Viserys get married to? <laughs> will it be a 15-year-old girl or a 12-year-old girl? Oh, what a good guy. He chose the, the one he can have sex with sooner. What a what a good guy. Yeah. So Lady Lena Valeria, Valeria is that what it is? I think um, so, yes. Their names are so similar, but it's like Targaryen and then Valeria, I think. So she is played by a 22-year-old. That little girl with the crazy hair? No way. Was actually a twenty-two-year-old actress, literally named, nine years old. A, yeah, a twenty-two-year-old actress named Savannah Stin. That's hilarious because them two next to each other was like. I think it was I funny. Think they even I bet even the director was like, "Dude, she looks so yeah. young. This is gonna be even creepier than I thought." And it was supposed to be Miguel's- creepy because the king didn't really have like this reaction of like, "Yeah, this is my," you know, "I'm into this." He was yeah. so weirded out. No, it it was like he was walking with like. A daughter's friend at a like birthday party. A like, oh, how are things going? Like, you know, so yeah. Like good. it was very, it was very strange. He was definitely treating her like a small child, right? Which makes it weird that she was there with like the memorized speech mm-hmm. of, you know, I want to do my duty for, you yeah. know, and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and give you, give well done. It's like, oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Very so uncomfortable. That was the right political move, though. Like, he should have just done what many, 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 many kings before him in real life and probably in Game of Thrones world had done and just had many mistresses of proper age while marrying a political, politically smart person and then just waiting for a good time when it was more appropriate. Like 14? 
which is what, what she, I mean, well, I mean, I, don't, I, I get it. I'm just, you're, you're a historian, like, dude. You know, these things, this is what happens. Yeah. Like they just, they're the King. He could have been with any woman else he wanted. He didn't, you know, yeah. he didn't have to be with one woman. He's the King. He well, I mean, there was, I mean, there's, I mean, right out of the, I mean, I was going to say right out of the gate of the, of the original thrones is like, there's bastards everywhere. All right, over the place. Right, right, right. You know? Um, so eventually you get a long conversation with, the king and one of the members of his small council, Lord Lionel Strong, who you must imagine is a distant relative of the mountain. And okay. The okay. Because sure. they were the strong. Clegane. Weren't they Clegane or was that their first name? They were Cleganes. Yeah. Sandor and oh, never something. Mind. Eric, Eric almost had a really hot take. It was going to be hot. He's like, well, they were strong. Got to be this. <laughs> it's got to be that. I know. I know. I There was someone of importance that was a strong. I, I think I so. Know. I think there was two. I just don't know. Don't Anywho. Know Anyways, you get this long chat, and then he decides he's going to get married. He can I just the small can I insert one thing that we missed too, though? Yeah. Because Otto went and talked to him, and Otto said, "You know, you should really marry the twelve-year-old Valerian girl because that's the right move." And God, I, uh, it's so hard being king, and I just don't envy you for making these horrible decisions. He reverse he reverse psychology, him, dude. He's like a less he's like a more subtle little finger, and I'm kind of into Otto right now. He's great. He's an absolute classic character on the show already in two episodes. Yes. So sneaky, and he's going to do terrible things, and I can't wait. Right. Um, so eventually he decides he needs to make his decision. I thought this was um, maybe the best uh, acting um, or, like, the best that they did in building a scene. He He's obviously stressed. He looks to his daughter and has this long gaze, and she has kind of a smile on, on her face. And then as the gaze between the two of them continues, she can tell something isn't right. And the smile like slowly fades as he looks to Alicent and then her eyes like well up with tears. Mm-hmm. And I thought they crushed this scene. Um, it's perfect. It's such a bad move for him politically. And um, it aligns him with uh, where is, where are the maesters from? Old town. So old town is where um, the high towers rule and sit. Yep. Are from yep. as well. And so, um, the kind of chatter around the internet is that maybe the High Towers and the Maesters, um, who used to be in charge of everything in Westeros, are kind of working against the Targaryens and against the king and not healing his wounds, but oh, harming him. Oh, shit. Yeah. I would agree too. Keeping him and, sick, and there's no but reason. alive, alive enough to get married and have a son, but not enough to like make real decisions. And the, this, yeah, that's keeping him weak. Well, and before uh, we started recording, Eric and I were talking about the fact that, like, the Maesters aren't, like, good people. I know, like, Sam was trying to be, like, a good Maester, but, like, a lot of the Maesters in the show They sucked. all sucked. Like, they were doing their... Like, I forget the guy's name, but... Master the, Lewin the was Lannister. Cool in, like, the Lewin guy was, was a good Maester for the Starks, but, like, that was the exception. And I think... So I, we were talking about the guy from the Lannisters... I forget his name, who's like his whole shtick was like we talked about in the prestige, the Chinese guy who like made his whole identity about being weak and feeble and I can't do this and my hands are weak and blah, blah, blah. Was it Kyburn or was it the other guy? No, No, Kyburn was the other guy. Yep. And then, but then like you get a scene with him in season one, just railing on two, you know, whores from a whorehouse and he's like stretching and he gets up and he like, and then he like walks out the door and he's all hunched over and Mm. weak and stuff like that. So like the maesters are not to be trusted. So when they're explaining, like there is another procedure, we got a killer. 
Like, you don't think that, like, mm. he and Otto may have had a conversation of, uh, she doesn't make listen, it. if it come, push, push comes to shove, you can always talk him into surgery Ooh, that's not going to go well for okay. her. You this know is, what I mean? This is, you know, this is real tinfoil stuff from you, and I really appreciate that. Yeah. Bring that energy. And the guy you were asking about was Pycelle. Oh, yeah, Pycelle. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. He sucked. Yeah. He sucked. And then Kyburn was fun, though. Yeah. Kyburn was just openly corrupt. <laughs> like, he was yeah. like, yeah, that's... I, I don't even care. They took the rings away from me, so what the fuck do I yeah. care? I'm going to try you know? to make a zombie. Make a Frankenstein. Let's go. So if you see um, Corliss when he makes this decision, right, He his, like, ball on the table was, like, not in his slot for it, you know? Okay. His mouse? His mouse Yeah, pad. you're supposed to, like, yeah. put the thing there, your little, like, <laughs> symbol, and then you're at the table. It's kind of silly. And then he walked out, which pretty much meant he left the small council, and at the end of the episode, we get um Corliss and Damon teaming up and kind of talking about how they're the the people just outside of power mm-hmm. and that they're gonna have to make the world what they want it to be and they're gonna have to take what they need to and I think that is a perfect match for the show yeah what a, what a WWE move right there yeah right Eric no, I mean yeah. that's a wrestling that's a heel turn move yep. that you could appreciate very much so yeah so I did like that a lot and um I think that those two are going to be wonderful together. But I did like, like, I, I, Damon is really interesting to mm-hmm. me because he said, I can talk about my brother that way, but you, yeah, like, yeah. That, was, that was very interesting. Like, his pull. That's how my like, wife is every brother. time I try to talk shit about her in law, my in laws. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> she could say whatever she wants, but, anyways. So it's just funny to me that, like, um, he's obviously wants this power and he's been going against his family, but like he has such loyalty to the Targaryens, even when he's the one that's against them. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's just, I'm so intrigued by where his story is going to go. Um, well, it's a, it's a, it's a very, uh, well-known, um, you know, if, you know, keep your friends close and your enemies closer, right. If this is his pathway to, alleviating the series of power and putting him installing himself um i will team up with corliss as long as i need to as long as he is useful um and i think i'm not saying corliss is is powerless because he seems to have a lot of money and a lot of ships which ships yeah. are kind of a big thing in, the, in game yeah, of thrones they're the richest Lord, house so. they're you know they are just second in power to the being on the throne but corliss also doesn't seem like Oh, I'm just going to team up with him because I'm desperate. Like he knows what he's doing too. Yeah, I mean, right? this isn't plan just some, is like, hey, let's this isn't a hail mary. ourselves to the entire Westeros by solving this shit down in the Stepstones, which we can get to. But that's that's going to benefit his family because he's getting like, his trade routes cut off. Yeah, for sure. By the and way, so I just get... wanted to share this because I looked it up. So do you guys remember King's Landing is in the Blackwater Bay? Okay, and then yeah, up into the correct. right, like across the Narrow Sea, a little bit is um, Dragonstone, but. Even closer to King's Landing is Driftmark, which is where that family's from. And they were actually on that island first, which is a better island. And then later the Targaryens came over and had to take the Dragonstone. So it's actually like a boat ride over or a dragon ride over. It's really close. Just geographically, it makes sense that they would kind of be teaming up. They have like a little stronghold between those two islands. All right. I did not know that. There you go. So what we did get at the end of the episode, again, was the crab feeder who... Oh boy, dying on the crab feeder. I don't know what the hell is going on. They are nailing people to these. I don't know. They're like piers like, that they like jam into the mud. Yeah, wooden wooden planks, kind of. Yeah, and they are feeding them to these hungry crabs, and it is gruesome and awesome. Yeah, and like alive. Crab 
feeder guy is wild. Yeah. And I'm hoping he's like a Ramsey Bolden kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm assuming he's going to be even more complicated and fun than that. I hope so. Ramsey Bolden was a little simple. Uh, okay, can I tell you what I'm hoping he is? Um, well, I, you've read a lot of wait, scripts. Did, I know that you're in with did you HBO, get the script so just on be this? careful, yeah. okay? No, no, this is just what I, like, a combination of previous characters who I want him to be like. Okay. okay? okay. I want him to be a combination of Ramsey Bolton and Mance Raider. So he's Mance. kind of evil and sadistic, like, like Ramsey, but he's got the people in the north so be, behind him, mm. like Mance Raider and the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yes. I don't know, you know how many like, lines. I mean, when you they showed his face briefly, and I think he's been wearing like it, it almost looks like a Sons of the Harpy mask. If you guys remember those people from Essos that were yeah, getting, that was yeah. a really boring story. Minus the gold, with like yeah, yeah. right. But it might have been gold and just hella tarnished because it was like, dude, what a character design on this guy. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what skin, what scale, and what's mask. But he is awesome looking. Yeah, so I think they call him a I, would, theater, by I the think way. my his his name. They might refer to him as. Kragus Drahater. So I think he's he's from one of those like fake Middle Eastern type of cities that's in Essos. That's like where he's from. So I would say that I I think Eric's right. I think if it's some sadistic version of Ramsey Bolton, but I would I would say it might be more like um, God. I can't remember the Greyjoys, mm-hmm. like pirating type of like reaving. You know, yeah, like yeah, we yeah. take what we want type of people. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. I would love for him to be more uh, tactically inclined, yeah. right? To make smarter decisions, which may be what he's doing. He's trying to provoke a response from from the crown and is not getting it. And so he's just going to keep doing it until um, he gets some sort of, I don't know, more royalty out there that, that he could capture and, and do stuff with. So I, I don't know. But I hope that they do not screw up this storyline or abandon it, mm-hmm. that it becomes part of the show that they don't we don't get knights of friend on this yeah. one and because like the expectations i think because when you tease someone for that small amount of time it better be fucking good. right like you better have this thing dialed dude i'm hoping next 11. episode is like fucking mixing it up with pirate ships and shit like in the step yeah. zones it's kind of a cool area i looked at this too so like you know how dorn is at the very south of the map on like you know essos is is east right so on the east side and then there's little islands across the bottom, you know, between the, the on the narrow sea. So that's where he's fucking shit up. Okay. Well, I'm I'm totally in on this character. Um, I actually hope that the interaction we get are with him and some other free city government mm. in this next episode. Like, like new I characters. That, yeah, new characters. Mm-hmm. These are. I want more characters. I want like whole new cities next week. Yeah, I want. I want. <laughs> I, like, I want everything. I want. They, these two storylines to stay separate right now, even though they know a lot about each other and they're constantly like you're waiting for them to interact with each other. But like, I kind of want it to be like Daenerys going to all these cities and freeing all of these slaves and fighting the slaver. I want him to be on those kind of missions early on in the series. You mean the crab feeder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not saying he's good and he's freeing people, but like, yeah. He's kind of has a cult following, but he's terrifying and he's doing stuff. And yeah, dude, when they were hammering that dude's hands into that post, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's Passion of the Christ Jesus. shit. I was like, oh come on, yeah, yeah, that stuff was wild. So can't wait for next week. Um, let's do our power ranking. Let's do right? it. We're. I mean, uh, I feel like this well, might real, take a minute because we're all going to have some different ideas here. We're going to have to come together. All right, I got. I have a quick. I have a quick question before we get into that. Yeah, do you guys watch? the previews for the next episode i Every don't time, yeah. i don't like religious 
Can't I don't either. We can't talk about it. I don't like it. I just want to start it. I'm on. I'm it. on Jimbo's side now. I used to, and I don't anymore because I want to go in totally fresh. I don't want to have any preconceived yeah. notions. I mean, I watch them every week, and then I instantly forget what I saw because they don't really give anything away. Right. Like, it always makes you be like, damn, can't wait for next week. And if you ask me what it was on there, I don't remember. <laughs> it's like a dragon I flying, and then there was, like, you know, people yeah. at a table with candles, and then they, yeah. There were, there was Targaryens. There was definitely some that. white hair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you guys, I have a question to you guys. Do you guys think it's possible that the king has grayscale? Do you guys remember grayscale? No. I think this is a I think this is a symptom of like inbreeding. I think this is like uh Ooh. their their bloodlines are are, you know, like can sometimes like make deteriorating features and I think this is just compounding it. And on top of the fact that I have questions about the maesters and their techniques yes. of like throw your throw your bloody hand in a bowl of maggots. This ought to help, you know. I, I mean I think that if you look at something really interesting, um the maesters, what do they wear? A big gold chain, right? like not a gold chain, but just a chain. The chain, and they have all the different links that mean the different things that they learned and yes. specialized. Okay. And when we, right. when we first, you know, at this point, the chains are pretty clean looking, but they're all wearing these chains. And then later on in the series, they like go all the way down the guy's chest, right? They become these crazy chains. Because they're going to jump yep. years, yeah. No, but I mean, like, um, on the Game of Thrones original show, mm-hmm. they would wear... Oh, because, because the guys have lots of specialties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lots yeah, yeah. Of They're pretty so, much like Cub Scouts. If you look at Make what... It's a merit badge. <laughs> if you look at what Otto Hightower is wearing, he's wearing a chain necklace that looks pretty similar to the ones of the Maesters. Oh, and I representing his, his old town shit, yeah. I think it's not a mistake. Like, I think, like, this show is going to have a lot of attention detail. I think the Maesters are totally against the dragons against yeah. any kind of magic against the targaryens against all this stuff and i think that they are going to be big important characters that are like saboteurs in, like, we get, yeah, like a really cool like grand maester character like and we get to see old town and i do love the the smaller focus. <laughs> jimbo jimbo's going from one side of the westeros to the <laughs> other i want it all i want to see dorn i want to see i want to see the fucking winterfell I mean, you know, I hope that they expand, expand. Because I know that this... Let's go to the wall. Let's find some new White Walkers. Focused. Let's go. Let's... Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's start with our rankings. Want to start with number five? Okay. We can go... Number five. Back. My guy is the Crab Feeder. Jumping in at number five. Really? Haven't even heard the Crab Feeder talk yet. Um, but the impact is is there and important. Can't wait for him. You only And you only have him at five? Yeah, five. Every guy hasn't even said a word yet. Uh, I don't think he's needed to say a word. I think his crabs do the talking for him, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you guys crabs, say? motherfucker? Um, I think Kristen needs to be on the list. I think he could be a good five. Can we bump? Okay. Can we bump Krabby Man up a little bit? Okay, well, well, you can see my list, and then we can make it. We can come to a consensus. Oh, good lord! That. Here, go ahead. Read off your list. I'm actually I'm bumping Damon down to five. I'm bumping Damon, Damon to five. Kind of, Dude, yeah, you he got a embarrassed. Episode for sure because. He got embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. His sis, second, his little cousin showed up. He got kind of his little cousin showed up and, and he tossed the egg voluntarily because he was scared. Yeah, I'm ready to. Um, I can put Damon at five. I'm actually happy with that. Okay, I had my number four was Corliss Valerian. I mean, he's obviously critical. To yeah, where this he stuff. had a huge like, episode. I mean, we got to watch huge him. episode. Um, my number three was uh, Rhaenyra. Um, obviously, riding the dragon in. You know, putting Damon in his place. Uh, I think she's just a star after at this point. Yeah. I had, I'm putting I'm putting Crab Feeder at three 
Okay. I had uh, or sorry at two at two, but I'm fine moving him down. But mm-hmm. I do think through two episodes he's been just yeah a great fantastic. character, but he didn't have a great week. And then uh, my number one right now is Allison Hightower. She's she's an absolute. She's Robert Ory right now. Like she's hitting all. How are you not going to put Otto? Otto, who like masterminded this shit. Otto yeah, needs to I be think, too. I think Otto, dude. Allison, you just went through, dude. You just went through the whole list of like how he might be controlling the Maesters, who are doing all of this damage as well. I got, think he got absolutely, but, uh, but punked when he went on that bridge, though. I think I think you're right because I think I think it's TBD on him. I don't think him as a swordsman, like in that regard. Will be good, but I think you're right it, when you said earlier in the episode, like you're getting Littlefinger vibes from mm-hmm. him, and I think his power is more subtle in the smaller moves that he's making, not not the big ones of going out and be like, throw your sword down. Let's see, Damon, you know, jerk, got the king to fall in love with her, fixed his little dragon piece after um, getting a, a history lesson about uh, old Valeria. Yeah, so that's a power ranking in and of itself. Is this she's sitting there listening to him? The ability to time. sit there and listen to a man talk about his model train set is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> she just, she's number one. Excellent scene in the car. Oh, dude, it's such a model train set. He's like, no, 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 this is the RK250. You're really going to like this one. And she's like, oh, my lead, my lead. It looks so good. Amazing. <laughs> she, she got a big scene in the crypts with her friend. Yeah. And then. With, by no reason other than the fact that he just wants her, she's now engaged to the king. Yeah, I get she it. Had she a- had a great, great episode. I'm okay with her at one or two. Um, I, I would actually put Otto at, at at maybe one. I love I love Rhaenyra's big moment, so she needs to be on the list. Obviously, the crab feeder. We could bump Kristen all together. Like yeah, he had yeah. one Kristen's cool moment, out. and he did get picked to be a, in a huge spot. But he'll have bigger moments. And then we got to put she picked Corliss him because uh, he's he's going to die in like three or four episodes. He might. So. He probably will. Corliss should be on there. So I'm okay with some combination of of the five that we've agreed on. Here, here's what I here. I'm going to give you my list. I'm going to go Damon, Corliss, Crab Feeder, Rhaenyra, Allison. Okay. I I want Otto on there, but I I mean you you listed off like seven people that you said have to be on the list. You got to pick five. <laughs> this is tough. We're not even in the same room, and we're trying to like we need a whiteboard. Um, I think on the post for this week, it has to be Allison. Okay. She had a fucking day, and Crab Feeder will have his moment. I mean, so he can be five, right? We can put him on. He just got introduction. The Crab Feeder just showed up, looked cool, and we were like, "Holy shit!" Oh, he booked, his story bookended the episode. He'll be a big deal. Well, soon. but he's been he's been doing tons of stuff. It's just all been off screen until he was mentioned. He was mentioned week one, thirty seconds. No, but like it was what what he was doing was off screen. Yeah, yeah. they they just talked about him. I'm pumped. Can't wait for the next week. Um, we have what ten episodes total in this season? I hope so. I think it's ten, and we deserve it after the long wait and after a, a last episode with. Let's friend. Be- before we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up because I don't want to leave here thinking I'm gonna get ten episodes and then we have eight and I'm gonna be okay. super pissed. Right, yeah, you check that. We're at ten. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, I just want to keep doing this pod. I love this. This is much fun. Oh, guys, you ready for this? Yeah. It says 11 episodes on IMDb. Shut the fuck up. Let's go. (laughs) 11 episodes, dude. (laughs) That I would not have guessed. That is unbelievable. All right, guys. That is all the time we have this week. Go back, check out our screencast. um, And also watch Game of Thrones like everybody else in the world is on Sundays. If you listen to this whole episode and you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, that's like you're crazy. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so sorry, I have to I have to post one retraction here before 
I let you go. It says 11 episodes on the screen. I'm looking at it. It says episodes 11. And then when you click into it, it only says 10. So let's just pretend okay. like there's 10. If we get an 11th episode, great. But we'll just let's go with 10 for okay. now. Okay. The 11th might be one of those like HBO produced making of season thing they drop after. Yeah. So that could be part of it. Yeah. Um, it's it's not listed, but yeah, it, maybe it's just an error assume on their it's part. It's 10. 10 is good. We're happy with 10. Um, can't wait. Can't wait for next week. Can't wait to watch. Can't wait to pod again. Can't wait. All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Hardy's Podcast.